Welcome to Faith to Faith Broadcast. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Amen. 
thank God you are here for this appointment. You will never be disappointed by this appointment. <laughs> you are ending this year without disappointment. <laughs> What I want to share with you this evening is very simple. Because it is meant to make your life very simple. If you will hear, you will be heard. If you will hear, you will be heard.
you to leave that body now. I speak healing over you. In the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of God. So you while we're speaking, you will discover your wealth. There are people around you, ushers, let them know. We might have a time to take some of the testimonies before we close today. But we'll be here again tomorrow. Amen. Jews require a sign, 
the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we through Christ crucified unto the Jews the stumbling block, unto the Greeks foolishness, amen. But unto them that are called Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, amen. Do you know the context? We just read 17 to 24, amen. So, in that context, he was saying something very important. Everybody say the foolishness of preaching. <laughs> And you will not forget the topic. Amen. You've never been in a service where you use the word foolishness as a title. Amen. But that's what Scripture said. And he was speaking about something that affects you and I today. Now, it will be very important for us to really look at these scriptures one after the other. And I'd like to have the scriptures on more because I'm going to be teaching religion. He said there that in God's wisdom, he saw that the world didn't know him by wisdom. Hallelujah. So it pleased him, young God, that is the choice he made to come up with a method, hallelujah, by which a man would know him, young God. And he chose that it would be through the foolishness of what? Preaching. Amen. See, foolishness does not even really express what he was saying. Because if you translate it from the Greek, they actually say the silliness. How absurd it is. Amen. The preaching. What he was explaining is that, you know, some of you were invited here. And then what happened was that you told somebody you don't have a job, then they said, come for one work and done. He looks silly. You need to give job to one of them. Amen. You tell someone that uh, they said that there's nothing the doctor can do for me, then they answer, come for one word from God. Amen. Hello. Have you seen someone telling you, oh, my family, everything is upside down, and my life is not, I don't even know what to do. You know, give you a card and say, um, there's a problem for one of them. You, like, because it's out of touch with reality. Are you understanding me? Excuse me. I don't even have transport to come to the program. No, it's not. That's how silly it sounds. Amen. Are we together? Where you have situations, circumstances in your life, issues that are going on around you, and then somebody is telling you to listen to a tape. Amen. Someone is inviting you for a program. Someone is trying to preach to you. So let's not put our to We say, oh, it's not time for what me, but I say I have a problem. I remember years ago we were still on campus at that time. And then there's a sister that was coming from a class. Right, coming from around the class area. And while she was on her way, she had tried to she wrote an exam and she had some complications and they refused to release the result. She had gone to bleed for several days there. So the man warned her that day and said, the lecturer said, Don't come back here again. It was that day she was on her way. Then, with sorrow in her heart, oh, I'm going to have a carryover. It means I'm going to have a carryover. And she was a medical student. On her way, she met the brother that is a member of the fellowship. He saw her sad. And he suggested the foolishness of which Amen. He said, um, let me invite you to fellowship this evening. He said, we are talking about fellowship, we are talking about. 
how God will help me. Rashid is what they say, who will help me? Who will help me? Where will my help come from? That's what they say. Where will my help come from? Where will my help come from? Where will my help come from? Help come from? And so because of how sad she was, he walked her down to her room. Praise God. Not there, we're still encouraging her and telling her stories and telling her stories and stay with her to come for the meeting. So gradually followed him. I was not with them. In those years, there was no GSM. Amen. There was already a fixed title for the program because we normally print out our programs before the semester begins. So we already had a fixed title. When I was my way to campus, and the Spirit of God spoke to me just as He spoke to me for this program. Amen. He said, today, when you get to the fellowship, the title of your message is, Where Will My Help Come From? You will preach from Psalm 121. Amen. So, yes, sir. So, I came up and I said, I know we have a program, but look at what the Spirit of God is saying to me. And so, the title of my message is, Where Will My Help Come From? Amen. And now there's a girl that came to the meeting and was asking, where will her help come from? Amen. There are some of you who this meeting is for only you. Sit down and hear the message. But it is for the man. 
that through the foolishness of preaching, he will say, the word saved here is a compound word. It means heal. It means deliver. It means make food. It means help. Amen. Are you together? So, look at the word. That by the foolishness of preaching, to help them that believe. By the foolishness of preaching, to help to deliver them that believe. Are we together? So, I don't know where you are today. But through this foolishness of preaching today, you will be saved from the Oh, because they just gave me um, a, a warning letter that they are going to withdraw the concert. Then someone invited you here. This is not what you should be doing. But it has please brought you that through the foolishness of preaching, that decision they are making will be suspended. Are we together? Look at what you now say. To make you understand why he used the word, he said to, to, the, to, the, to them that are perishing, this preaching of the cross is foolishness. Amen. But to us that are saved, it is the power of God. Hallelujah. It is the power of God. I love the fact where he said, He said, The Jews require a sign. He said, The Greeks seek after wisdom. Amen. What he's trying to say is that the reason why it's foolishness to them is foolishness because if you, for the Jew, this preaching of the cross, I'm going to come here. I want to say something to say. Let's just look at it from Timon 80 22. Tell me now. He said, For after that, in the wisdom of God, the Lord, the wisdom of of God, he pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Next verse. He now said, For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. What he's saying applies to everybody to everyone. As you are here, you are either a Jew or a Greek. Amen. What the scripture is showing us are the two predominant worldviews. Your worldview is how you see life. Every religion, every belief system is founded on one of these two. Are we together? Are we together? Either the Jewish worldview or the Greek worldview. It might be that there might be a mix, but predominantly they are two. The Jews are superstitious. The Jews is the religious one. Are you understanding me? It's raised with the consciousness that God is God. Amen. As we say in Nigeria, God is God, though. So, it's a religious view. It's a traditional view. It's a, it's a, it's a superstitious view. So the Jew, one of the challenges they had about actually accepting Jesus as God was that when Moses showed up, are you understanding me? What? Moses? We saw his face was shining. That was a sign. Amen. That is your own sign. Amen. Some of you are talking about miracles. He's talking about things, divine indicators. Things that only God can show when you come out of, uh, uh, for example, when Jesus was born, you know, the Bible tells us that wise men from the east, amen, saw a star. That is a sign. Now, but this Jews didn't see it, amen. Are we together? So, they require a sign. So, you are preaching the gospel. When you are telling them, I'm preaching this message, but it's not talk they want to see. They want to see something. Are you understanding me? And there are people like that. That they want to do that, they will be taken aside. They don't understand that uh, it is true, a foolish nation. It's not a nonsense. We just have to look at They are looking for something that they can see that appears 
somehow, somehow to their doubts. They want their doubts and unbelief to be solved by physical evidence, an outward sign. Are we together? An outward sign, an outward sign. You know, Elijah also was raised in such a way. So, remember the time when Elijah went, I was waiting to hear the voice of God. He saw a fire. He thought God was in fire. He saw an earthquake. He saw God was there. That's the way he used to. It has to be a sign. It has to be a sign. Are you understanding me? But the Lord spoke with his dismal voice. Amen. Glory to God. Are we together? So we have a generation. We have people here sitting down. They are waiting for a sign. And because they are waiting for a sign, they have not gone from the top, which is that it has pleased them. That time is always not for preaching. We say the Lord that it exists. So we have those with the Jewish worldview. So we have those with the Greek worldview. Because they seek after this one. Philosophy, reasoning, it seems to make sense. Are you understanding me? They, they are looking for empirical proof. Are you understanding me? They see and say, um, okay, let's see, I think now. Like, let's look at it now. How can a woman that will not look at a man now give away how? That is, are you understanding me? I do it. So as long as they are looking for proof, they cannot be looking at the mind of Jesus. But he talked about the gospel as something that is specific. 
Then in verse 18, he now says, The preaching of the cross. So they will give us an idea that the gospel is about the preaching of the cross. When you say preaching, you are saying proclaiming. Amen. The proclamation is another way of saying announcing. Amen. For so I praise God that through the announcing, Amen, they will save them again. Two announcements. Amen. Amen. Amen.
me just jump quickly to say this. This reason why he said it is him that two Christians can receive them that believe is because in God's plan, because the technology he has provided to bring his power into your life, because the technology has provided to bring possibilities from the supernatural into the natural land. Are you listening to me? It means that when a man wants to experience the possibilities of the supernatural, he should submit himself to the ancient land, the foolishness of reason. In essence, he said that the day you are set by the foolishness of preaching is the wisdom of God, that's when you start living. Amen. Amen. There are people who spoke to our students. If you read Luke chapter 5, verse 15, and Luke 6, 17, you will see that the great thing about Jesus, put up Luke 5, 15, let's look together, I want to go. For so much the more, when they are praying abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear a man, and to be healed by him of the infirmity. After a while, they discovered that the secret is to hear him. They submitted to the foolishness of his Amen. Amen. The secret is to hear him. If you hear him, it will be In Luke 6, 17, similar to what I said there, he said, And he came down with them and stood in the plain, and the coming of disciples, and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem, and from the secrets of Tyre and Sidon, which came to rest, to hear him, and to be healed. Did you come to be healed today? Church years ago, and then a man they brought a man in 
they look very sick and haggard. I was preaching when they brought him. I said, brought him to the meeting and kept him. They are not made in season for the ten or fifteen minutes. He just shouted from there. My God, help me. Don't shout today. And he just shouted there. My God, help me. I kept preaching. He said the second time. And the third time. Ask your prayer for me. I know what he's thinking. He wanted a sign. In my end. Because when we told him, go inside where there's a man there. God Jesus. Go, go, go. And he came. But he explained that when they entered, they just got his head. I just asked some of you pray. Amen. Are you understanding me? <laughs> what will happen to you is more than holding your head. This is what will happen to He was there, shouting. So I said to him, I said, what I'm saying is how I am helping you. Amen. That means I'm saying here and beginning. What I'm saying, you didn't understand that that's the help. Amen. A woman years ago, we were not living very at that time, we were training. We were working in church doing something on the stage. It was not a service day. It was not a service day. For office hours. We were working, doing some work. I was casually dressed. Then a brother I know, a church member, came in with the lady like me. But he had told me that he had a neighbor he wanted me to pray for. So he came in. So he said, that's my pastor. Then the woman looked at me. He already a man of God. Man starts from here. Of God. I don't know. I don't know. So, in her mind, she first looks. I'm like, of God. Let's not talk about God. Let's start from man. I can see that she was disappointed. That the most part of that she was disappointed. So I, I know. So I stood on stage like this, I was standing, she was standing there, because we were working. Then she started narrating her experience. She wanted to see, I said, no, go ahead, just say it. She started talking, and she talked for quite a while. After she finished the as she started talking, the school was talking. They told her to do it, the problem is there. But out of court, she allowed her finish. So, she finished her story. You know, these are not stories to just come and tell stories. Some people start with Pastor, I don't know where to start. Let me start from when my grandmother was a child. Not her mother, I'll start from grandmother. <laughs> she gave birth to four children before she gave birth to my own mother. You look at that beer, just carry my So that's the kind of story. Yes, God. She took her time to paint the picture very well to make you see how bad the situation was. I listened to her. After she finished, I said, Good. It's well with you. I will never forget that in this case. 
to use that thing. They looked at the guy that came with us. He spoke in Hebrew language. Is it good? That, <laughs> that is it joking? You know. So the guy too was confused at how easy it sounded. So um, we were like, uh, Pastor, whether uh, I know what you wanted to say. So I don't ask that. Do you want the miracle you want to to get from? I said, Are you been praying since? He said, Yes. I said, now I'm giving you a miracle. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, do you want prayer, another prayer, or you want a miracle? Okay. I said, go. This is your prayer. I said, Glory to God. She went and met him. Wi-Fi works. You use it all the time. Learn to go. 
So he said, okay, I don't understand how this preaching thing works. So now I just be in the study, I just sit down. Then I like to change. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I think that's Amen. It's a technology. Amen. Mary, the sister to Martha, understood that technology. On two occasions, I believe one was in Luke chapter 10, because we don't know. The Bible says that for Luke 10 is the last four verses, so it should become 38. So in Luke 10, Jesus came to the house, hallelujah, the house of Martha's house. And it came to pass as they went into a certain village, a certain woman named Martha received him into a house. What are you doing? Received him into her house. Whose house? Martha's house. And she had a sister called what? Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Amen. Do you get that? And she understood this technology <laughs> that either you see that you have to change. Martha didn't understand it. Let's see Martha's own attitude. Verse 40. But Martha was running to tell us and coming back. The mother was going to feed the horse. Mother was coming about with much sorrow and came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister has been going for her life from God on Saturday? She did not come. She did not want to go to Sunday. I don't think it's time to get Jesus to talk sense into a sister. Jesus talks things. He doesn't talk sense. And Call that twice. We got called it twice today. Thou are careful and troubled about many things. Many things that you are here now, you are checking your WhatsApp. You are checking. You are checking. What are you checking? Listen, are you already listening? Listen. Listen. If you listen, you don't have to check your WhatsApp again. You are checking for I'm doing it to you now. Don't do it
سیویس The gospel of peace. 
There are several scriptures that give us a summary of what the gospel is. Romans 1, 1 to 4 does that. Um, Romans 16, okay, 5 and 6 does that. But my best is 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. And I'm going to use that one for a second time. The 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, it gives us a picture. Let me take that again. I said 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. <laughs> You know how the home of the One to four shows us the components of the gospel. Amen. That means the distance are not complete. It's not the gospel. No, it's not. The idea of good We're going to read it together carefully. As I'm reading the scripture, the power of God will come upon you. You know, when Paul said, I am not ashamed of God, what he was trying to say, listen, some people think that, <laughs> let me put it this way. Paul was trying to explain, he said, this gospel, it can he doesn't need extra support to work. He said, I am not ashamed. I am not disappointed in what it can deliver. Amen. When you come to that place where you are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, you are not disappointed in what it can offer, what it can bring into your life, you experience the gospel. That message, that body of information, Amen. That when a man believes it, it's a report. Amen. I believe that report. He said, the moment you believe that report, the arm of the Lord will be revealed. That is the reason why the arm of the Lord is hidden, is that you do not believe that report. The moment you believe that report, that hidden arm of God you have not seen. The arm of God talks about the power of God, the salvation of God, it will Amen. Years ago, I had an experience. And that's how I learned to speak. Jesus taught me to speak. I was a student and I was really, really had all the symptoms of my world. And then I normally if that happened, maybe I would say some things, I would do some things, I make some confessions, I'll get there. But in that complex situation, it didn't look like the situation was getting better. I was feeling weak, tired, and I had exams. So my roommate was really concerned. So one day, he came and said to me, he said, um, let me go to um, Sister Susan's room. She's a, she's a medical student. He said, let me go and, you know, some medical students were already practicing medicine before they came out from the school. <laughs> so let me go to her room and ask her to prescribe some medication for you. Know how it happens when you're not feeling well. They bring all the things that you don't like, that you like, but you can't eat because they don't want you to eat it actually. So they have this one, that one, food, they have all of them, and they're just nauseating to me. I'm like, you know, I'm just lying down there. As my roommate left, I was not talking to anybody. You know what they say, so you look nice. I was talking to myself, but in anguish of hearts. I said, Lord, 
now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare unto you, Paul said in us, the gospel which I preach unto you. Remember, it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 that we read from. Amen. So he said the preaching of the cross. Now he's telling them, the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. Keep going. And which also ye are saved. If you keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless ye have believed in me. Let's Let's read it together. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures. Verse 4. And that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. This book of information is the book of information that touches your life and changes it. That Christ died for your sins, amen, according to Scripture. And that he was buried, and that he was again the third day, according to Scripture. Now, there are five components here that make up the gospel. Number one, Christ died. Let me say Christ died. Say Christ died for me. Now, listen to me. The death of Christ is, you know, See, before Christ died, many people have died. After Christ died, many people have died, and many more people will die. You might not die. All of their deaths don't mean anything to you as much as Christ's death means to you. Amen. Because Christ's death was a substitute. Amen. I was born. He died that you may be
Peter said, we are angry places. John said, that which we are seen with our eyes. Amen. We mean that we serve God. Hallelujah. We are a man. God came into this world as a man. But he left like God. Hallelujah. He ascended. He was born. He was the prophet. He was looking at him. He was born.
perform miracles, and tell people to receive healing. At least no name and the Old Testament was healed with leprosy. Nobody is angry. If you are a prophet, you are a prophet, you are supposed to perform miracles. But when you say your sins are forgiven, you are saying you are God. Amen. That was the offense of the Jews. How could you say the man sins are forgiven? Who do you think you are? Who is your father? He was buried. 
And I said, now Jesus was teaching. He had a doctors of the law and Pharisees that were seated in Luke 5 17. And the power of the Lord was to heal. And while Pastor TV was preaching, that same power, amen, is present to heal. It's present to heal. It's present to heal. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Now there are some of you here that came with one sickness or the other in your body. As I stand now, some of you are already well. Glory to God. Some of you are already well. It means the pain has left you. It means the infirmity has left you. Glory to God. There are some of you, as I'm making declarations, you will get well. Hallelujah. Are you ready for that now? Are you ready for that now? Glory to God. When will you receive your healing? When will you get well? When will you be healed? Glory to God. Place your hand on that part of your body. Get on the keyboard. Place your hand on that part of your body. Now, in this part of the meeting, I want you to be sensitive because God is going to be touching you. As I was talking, the expectations were rising in your heart. They have to rise so that the power of God will meet those expectations. Amen. I want to be here. As, as, as the words were coming, suddenly you, you hope came to you. It can work for me. It can happen for me. Thank God that it's rising. It's what God needs. Amen. For his power to come upon you. Now unto him that is able to do. Exceeding abundantly above. All that you have asked and all that you imagine according to his power that works with us. In the name of Jesus. Place that hand on that part of your body. If it's only you cannot touch, just put your hand on your chest. And the power of God will meet you where you are. Tonight we are trying to take it calm. Amen. Place your hand on your chest. And I want to give you what we are doing. I want us to sing that song. I want to sing the song a few times. I'm going to call you up and check yourself where you are. The power of God will come on you. You will receive your healing now. Amen. As we sing this song, God is moving on your seat, touching one hand or the other, touching you, touching you, touching you in that place, and you will receive your healing. As we sing for you now, I want to hear your testimony. Are you ready?
Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Thank you, the man, the God, the God, the God.